know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Best of Fives, where we count up the best five things in any subject. Today, we, and by we, I mean me, I'm Dave, and I'm here with my 15-year-old son, Jack. Hello. Are counting up the best five Coldplay songs. Now, we gotta get something out of the way first here, okay? And the, the clip before the show alludes to that. Um, you're 15, you have friends, at least you say you do. I don't know if they're imaginary. I've seen some of them. Um, do you get crap for liking Coldplay? I don't ever really talk about it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Why don't you talk about it? Are you ashamed? No, I just, it just never comes up. It never comes up in conversations. You people don't talk about music, and you're like, hey, do any of you guys like Coldplay? And they're all like, what? No. No. So you would tell your friends that you like Coldplay? I don't know. That's uh, that's not a yes. It never has to come up, so it never needs to happen. Are you ashamed? No, not necessarily. Okay, well, I'll I'll say this: there is a, a stigma out there that Coldplay is like one of these bands that people like to make fun of because they're so kind of uh, I don't know squeaky clean. I I don't know exactly why, but we both happen to really like Coldplay. I'm not ashamed. I'll mention this to friends and I'll have conversations just like the one in the 40-Year-Old Virgin where they'll make fun of me for liking Coldplay. That's not cool. Even like our, one of our other fa- mo- other favorite bands, Foo Fighters, love to like take shots at Coldplay. Dave Grohl <laughs> will come out and say like these things about Coldplay and then he jokes about it, but there's a little bit of truth to it. <laughs> Why do you think this is? I don't know. It's an easy target, I guess. Why? Because they make good music and they're successful? They're British. They don't fight back. What does that mean? All the British people are nice. That's not true. I know a few that are awful. Anyway, we're counting these up. Whether or not you know this is going to be a blight on our manhood. Are you sure you want to do this? Sure. You're sure? I guess. This is going out there. Yeah. On the okay. World Wide Web. All right. Everyone's going to know. All right. You're a closet Coldplay kid. All right. And you're ready for this? Sure. All right. Well, let's do it then. Um, I, I think it's also... Uh, it, well, well, how about this? You, last summer, saw Coldplay in concert. Yeah. It was a gift for you because they, at least at some point, were your favorite band or one of your favorite bands, and you went to Coldplay. Did you tell your friends that you saw Coldplay in concert? Um, I don't remember actually. That's a no. I actually don't remember. It's like a year ago. I can't remember back that far. I, I think you're a little bit ashamed. I'm, I'm sitting here and I, I think I. I can't remember back I, that far. And I, I think, I think I'm safe in saying that uh, that you're a little uncomfortable and you're a little ashamed. All right. Well, you know, I'm not a teenager. I don't give a crap what people think about me, and you say you don't, but all teenagers do. Um, I know some of my friends will snicker and laugh at this but i love coldplay seriously they're freaking awesome and we did see them last summer at lincoln financial field in philadelphia and i think seeing them live is it actually has influenced my list because i there were things i liked before and there are things after seeing them live that have changed my list it was an amazing show um 
I don't know, 70,000 people there. Um, a lot of use of multimedia and color. I mean, it was just the whole thing was like watching a painting happen. It was amazing. And I know that I'm going to get crap for saying that. I don't care. Uh, it was it was really, really uh, an unbelievable show. They put on a great show. Did you have a good time? Yeah, but you definitely enjoyed it more than I did. What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. You were like, oh, it was great. I was like, yeah, it's good. And you, I don't know. Okay, I'm glad you thought, eh, it was good. I spent all that money. Eh, it was no, good. No, it was good. Okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm glad that you thought it was, it was good. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to go first. My number five, some of mine are, you know, like deep cuts, some some not, some some are a little more than others, but uh, my number five is from the album Ghost Stories, which I think was one of their most underrated albums. I think it kind of came and went and people weren't super crazy about it. There wasn't like a really, there was one single that was kind of a hit, but other than that, I think it kind of went away. And I think it was some of their more like thought-provoking kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say sensitive because I think all their music is sensitive, but the song is Ink, and the lyrics really kind of kind of mean something to you if, if you're in that state of mind. So uh, what do you think of this song, Jack? I had it as an honorable mention. Really? Yes. I'm surprised. Uh, we haven't looked at each other's list, so... I'm, I'm hiding. He's mine. hiding it from me as we sit here. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to do? Wrestle it out of your hands? I'm going to hear it in the next 10 minutes. I know. All right. Well, my number five is Ink. Not, not a song that's super popular that everyone will know, but I think it's it's really worth checking out. What is your number five, Jack? My number five is a song that has no words. <laughs> no words? Zero words. There's some, like, owing and eyeing. But that song is Life in Technicolor. Owing and awing. Yes, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm. It's from the Viva La Vida album. Owing. And there's another version of this song that does have words, but I prefer the uh, nonverbal version. Why? I don't know. It sounds better. Okay, well, this is the nonverbal version. It's very yes. short because I think it was really like a teaser. They had another album that was the kind of companion album to Viva La Vida, which was called Prospects March or something like that. Yeah. And the full song of Life in Technicolor, I think they called it Life in Technicolor 2, yeah. was on there. I know why you like this. Why? I don't even know why. I just really? Like it. No. I know something about you that you don't know yourself? Yes. Hmm, it's from a movie. Please inform me what you movie. You don't know? No. All right. Um, I, we used to watch a lot the Night at the Museum movies. Uh, this is from Night at the Museum? This is from Night at the Museum 2. This is the way the movie ends. I had no idea. It ends exactly with this. It ex- actually ends with the instrumental. Well, I had no idea. <laughs> really? No, I just liked the song. I didn't know that this was It ends movie. with when Ben Stiller's in the museum and he sees um, Amy Adams, who is playing some other woman that's not, um, help me out here. Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. Yeah. And they kind of look at each other and just kind of smile and walk away together. Because he kind of like fell in love with Amelia Earhart in that movie a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's why you like this. I think it's in your subconscious. I have no idea. I think you could thank Ben Stiller. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> I like that. That's a good choice. I don't know that I would have, uh, put that on a list in fact it is not one of my honorable mentions but it is a good song 
All right. My next song is uh, probably my first favorite Coldplay song. And one of the reasons that I like this as much as I do, too, is because not only is it a great song, but it was also used in a TV show that I was, like, addicted to at the time. The show was Smallville, and I think it was actually on the Smallville soundtrack, but the song is In My Place. And this was, for a long time, my favorite, favorite Coldplay song. Uh, Went on every playlist I ever made, every CD that I burned. This was my Coldplay go-to. It's dropped to four over the years, because they really have been around a while now. Um, Yeah. I think I remember first hearing about Coldplay from uh, Tim from Neozaz. He was listening to Coldplay. That's the way Tim's always been. He's always kind of listening to stuff before other people are. And Tim, I think, was listening to Coldplay pretty early. Um, So this was my, this was second album, Coldplay, and and not a super huge hit either, but I liked the way it was used in the TV show, and it really kind of got me hooked into Coldplay. So In My Place is my number four. All right. I do not have that on any of my lists, not even on my Short list, I guess you call it, even though it's longer. So you're trying to say it's a bad choice? No, I'm just well, why, saying. Why do you have to say no, it like I'm that? I'm just saying. Why I do you have, have to have it go, on my list? I don't have my short list. You don't, have to, you don't have to criticize my list, okay? This is supposed to be fun. I'm I sorry. could leave right now if I wanted to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, my number four. I was surprised I picked this, actually. Just, it is. <laughs> you don't know anything about your list, do you? No. Um, it's actually from their most recent album. Um, and the song is Everglow. And like, I was making the list and I was like, oh, there's that song. And after thinking about it a while, I was like, I just kind of like that song. And I couldn't get away from it. And I kept putting it on the list. And it's a really simple song. I don't know. I really like, as you can probably hear there, the piano part at the beginning. That's probably what made me first start liking it. And then, I don't know. It's kind of like, Deep, I guess you could say. I don't know. I just like it. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. This is a shocker to me. Yeah, it was to me as well. Um, yeah, on this album, my next is from this album too. This is not one that people would know. I don't think probably from, not no. from this album. It's a nice song. There's nothing wrong with it. I never would have put this on my <laughs> list. But hey, that's you. All right. All right, let's skip to my number three. It's on the same album. And this song actually became a single and a hit, uh, probably the second single released off the album, and it's uh, Hymn for the Weekend. And one of the things that I really was looking forward to them performing live when we saw it, when we saw them, and it didn't disappoint. Um, it's the, the, the riff about feeling drunk and high I think is probably something that got it to be a single because it's probably something that people like would like to sing when they're drunk and high I don't know but I really really like the style of the song it's different than their other songs you could probably say about Coldplay at least those first couple albums a lot of the songs sounded a lot alike but that yeah, kind of that was their sound I mean everybody has a sound and people would compare them to you too. Um, and like U2 has a sound Coldplay definitely had a sound I think that they're actually changing that a little bit Um, and this song, this last album the songs on it were 
different than the other songs. And I'll, yeah. I'll say this one. There was guest singers. I don't know who that woman was at the beginning singing. It's probably the worst part of the song to me, but whatever. Um, it the, the songs were different, and I think they're evolving a little bit. When you're as popular as they are and as accomplished as they are, you really don't have to evolve. And it might actually be a bad idea sometimes to evolve, but I think all good bands and artists do. And I think this album was their uh, another step in their evolution. How's that sound? I get you. Do you have anything to say about this song? No. Really? It's not on my list. It's not, okay. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm just waiting for the uh, right. condemnation of my things that aren't on your list. Not that it can't be on your list. All right. Well, what's your next? What's your three? My number three was my original favorite Coldplay song, but it has dropped kind of like what you said with yours, and that song is Viva La Vida. Mm. So I that always used to be my go-to favorite Coldplay song. I still really like it a lot, and it's probably their most popular song, I guess. And uh, uh, yeah, I, mean, I would say it's probably their most famous. You might song. say this is their number, like this is their gotta play at a show. This is their yeah. Roxanne to the police. Like this is the song that they must perform, or people are gonna get mad. Yeah. Well, I like it anyways, even though it's probably what people would associate with them. I still think it's a very good song with a very catchy piano beat, and I guess there's some. Guitar in there too. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff yeah. in there. That's it's, the it's hard to pick out the things too. They're symphonic at times, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, this is like for people who want to criticize them. This is pretty complicated music and complex mm-hmm. music. There's a lot of craftsmanship going on here. It's which is something I appreciate. This song always reminds me, and I have it on here as well. Um, they performed this at the Grammys, combined with. It was like a medley almost. It started with Jay-Z and Coldplay doing an acoustic version of Lost. Oh, okay. Went into this, and it was also the same year that Bruce Springsteen was nominated for uh, his late, his album at the time, and the song Working on a Dream was like a big deal. And mm-hmm. and Chris Martin worked Working on a Dream lyrics into this uh, on stage live it was like i remember going ah, you know like, it was pretty you know like, yeah. it was like a geek out kind of moment i'm pretty sure chris martin lake adores springsteen too who doesn't <laughs> you got something to say about bruce springsteen no you saw bruce springsteen last summer too how was that that was good <laughs> it was good you know better than a stick in the eye <laughs> is that what you're saying that's your go-to sentence better than a stick in the eye well all right up to number two. Are you ready? My number yes. two is super obscure. Um, do you know this song? You probably I do. I can't even hear it. Yeah. This is a Christmas song. This has become my favorite Christmas song. It's the song now at Christmas that I listen to over and over and over again. And I don't put Christmas songs on my iPod except for at Christmas. I take them off at Christmas. This stays on all year long. <laughs> This is a devastating Christmas song. It's like a depressing Christmas song. It kills you, um, but it gets you also in the holiday spirit because for a lot of people, Christmas is a sad time of year. And this song captures that like no other song that I know. Um, do you know the song at all? Sort of. 
just from me playing it like at Christmas. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I think it may have heard it like once or twice on the radio, but I have not known this very well. This song slays me. Like even now listening to it, it like it like gets me like choked up. Like seriously, it's it's it it may be their best written song. It's not my number one. It is my number two. It's my second favorite Coldplay song. It's my favorite Christmas song. Um, and I can't keep listening to it because I'm gonna get all I'm gonna get all messed up. So <laughs> that's my number two. All right, my number two is from Coldplay's first album, and that song is "Don't Panic." Really? Yes. I didn't even know you knew that song. I do know that song. <laughs> Why do you like that? I don't know. It's good. <laughs> that's all. I have to say. No, that's good. No, it's. I the the one thing that like I kind of was surprised that stood out for me that I liked it. I liked it. It's short. It's very short. Like I guess because like they know like oh that's enough of that. Like it's like the perfect amount. They know when to quit when they're ahead. Sort of, I guess you could say it that way. This is their sound. Like this is their yeah. early sound from everything. This is how if you say what's Coldplay sound like, play this song for somebody. Mm-hmm. This is the first Coldplay song I ever heard. Yeah, it's an honorable mention on my list. It's fantastic. Um, we saw Garden State, and th- and in fact, that's where I first heard of it. I I know Coldplay through Zach Braff. <laughs> Like Zach Braff has always been like, uh, like I think ha- had his his style of music that he likes that he uses in shows and and in TV. And this song was on the Garden State soundtrack, which is an amazing soundtrack. This is the first Coldplay song I ever heard. I'm surprised you like. I'm surprised it's on your list. I didn't even know you knew it. Huh? Well, I do. Look at you. You're all proud of yourself, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice. All right. My number one is pretty recent, and it's that it's what I was kind of talking about about seeing them live. Like there is an album called Live 2012, and they're they're an amazing live band. The song that I wanted to see the most is a song that I know you really like because we used to sing it when when it came out the studio version. But the live version is unbelievable, and it was the song that I most wanted to hear live because I wanted to hear exactly what's on this CD and they did it almost exactly like they did on the CD. I wasn't disappointed and at that point it became my favorite Coldplay song because of I already liked it anyway. I liked this live version and then I got to actually see it with the colors and the in the dark and the screaming and we're outside and it's just like he Chris Martin is a showman and he whips up the crowd and he's doing somersaults on stage and he did an entire song lying on his back I think he was so exhausted the song is Paradise which is a great song and it was a hit but it has to be this version, the live version I like the song Paradise by itself but that song by itself wouldn't be in my top 5 and it certainly wouldn't be my number 1 my number 1 is the live version from 2012 of Paradise we used to sing this all the time this this was is this on your list? It's an honorable mention, not live or anything like that. But I, I even thought this might have been your number one. We would have had the same number one. So, I it, it has to be this, and I think it's like it starts out slow like this, and then the, it's the crowd because mm-hmm. you, people adore them. Like everybody has their favorite bands, and and that happens at every concert. But 
it's the way he does it. It's this part of the song, actually. He starts the song, does the first chorus, and starts it really kind of again, and gives everybody mm-hmm. the oppor- opportunity to get into it and to help him. And he actually doesn't sound all that great live. I mean, like when he has to hit some of those high notes live, he doesn't hit them. And I don't know that he cares. Yeah. Because it's about the show. So that's why it's my number one. And and I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, And I think... I think one of the other reasons you like that song from Garden State, too, is because that CD was always on in the car when you were little. So it might be embedded in your head. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that either. Well, you don't know why you picked anything on your list, apparently. Nope. (laughs) All right. So that's my list. What's your number one, Jack? My number one is... Actually, I don't remember what album it's from now. See, I I really don't know anything. Um, It is Speed of Sound. Okay, that's probably the other one that might be their most famous song. That's from X and Y. Really, you think that's their most famous? That was huge for a while. Mm. Why did you pick that? You don't know what it's from. Why'd you pick it? Because I think it's quite good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, I like the... um... The uh, what? What do you call it? See now, I'm. I can't think of anything. The refrain. Now. Well, yeah, but no, not the refrain. Like the just the guitar and drum part in the background the entire time. Okay. Mainly the drum part, I guess. I really like, and I think his sound in it, Chris Martin's that is, is better than most of their songs. I don't know why. It just like really appeals to me, and I think the lyrics are better than some. All right, that is a good choice, and that is probably one that should be on a list if you're making a list of Coldplay songs. Um, that's our list. What do you have as far as honorable mentions? Why don't you do yours first? Uh, the other ones I had, other than the ones I already said, were um, Lost, but not the faster version with Jay-Z or anything like that. I'm talking about the slow one. This is Lost question mark, and because uh, I feel like the song is better fit as a slow song. Not that it's bad as a fast song at all, but I feel like it um it matches the slow uh speed and like feeling a little bit better. Yeah, they did lots of versions of that song. Um this version that Jack's talking about, the regular version and then like there's a couple Jay Z versions. You don't like the Jay Z? I like Jay Z. I just feel like he's not needed there. Alright. Like, I mean, I nothing against Jay-Z at all. I just think, I don't know. Fair enough. All right, what else do you have? That's it. That's your I, I already said my other on. Oh, you said yours? Okay, I have quite a bit um, from X and Y. And I didn't really mention the, the albums that the things were from, but from X and Y, uh, White Shadows and Talk. I actually really like the, the Hunger Games song. Really? Yeah, Atlas from Hunger Games Catching Fire. It really, really, really ended up enjoying I'm it. not as much of a fan of that one. That surprised me. Yeah. And I had Don't Panic on my list as well. I actually had Lost. I had Lost Plus on my list, which is the one with Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, and the one from the 51st Grammys, like I said. 
Um, another one that is right in their wheelhouse of their sound is Politic from A Rush of Blood to the Head. And um, I actually like the song that's out now with Chainsmokers, something just like this. So uh, let's go back through our list just for uh, posterity's sake. My list was number five, Ink from Ghost Stories. Number four, In My Place from A Rush of Blood to the Head. Number three, Him for the Weekend from A Head Full of Dreams. Number two, Christmas Lights, which was a single. And number one, Paradise, but only the live from 2012 version. What about you, Jack? Let's see if I remember the albums here. Okay. My number five was Life in Technicolor from Viva La Vida. Four, Everglow from A Head Full of Dreams. Three, Viva La Vida from Viva La Vida. Two, Don't Panic from... Where I blank? Parachutes. Parachutes, yes. And one, Speed of Sound from X and Y. All right. Those are our lists and our honorable mentions. If you're a fan of Coldplay and are man enough to admit it, if you're a dude, go on Nia's as and uh, let us know on Facebook what your uh, what your list is because they do at this point have an extensive library of songs. At this point, I think guaranteed rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees at one point in their careers. Not really rock though. Well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame isn't rock. There's all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. in there. There's country people. There's rap. There's uh-huh. all kinds of stuff in there. In fact, Chris Martin just inducted uh, Peter Gabriel into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple years uh-huh. ago. By it was a really good speech. Oh yeah, we did see that. Yeah, he did a speech, but based it on like the Bible. It was like the Book of Gabriel. Like he told he told it as a biblical story about the career of Peter Gabriel and breaking yeah. up from Genesis you know it was like it was really clever you could tell he spent some time on it and you could tell he was a big fan so I, lo- I like that when when people that you mm-hmm. like like the other people you like kind yeah of thing. so yeah tell, let us know what you think there'll be other band shows um, if you like this kind of stuff we've done Foo Fighters we've done Ramones there's lots on the best of fives at neozaz.com along with all of our other pop culture podcasts if you like something, chances are we like it too, and we've talked about it ad nauseum. Okay? So go at neozes.com and join us again for another list by anybody about anything on the Best of Fives. <laughs>